0: Hello, everybody. Welcome to the set. Let's talk about the border crisis. It's a big problem. Democrats ignore the issue when Meirakis goes down to a hearing in the Congress, and Republican lawmakers ask him, what's going on with the situation? How many people have apprehended at the border that were on the terrorist watch list? He doesn't have the answer to these questions. The fact is over 12, over a dozen, maybe 14 by now, maybe 20. I'm not exactly sure of the number, but over 12 have been apprehended, and we found out that they were on the terrorist watch list, which is a serious issue because we got 4 million gotaways, all right? The majority of them are criminals, as I'll explain later on the program. How I know for certain that most of them are criminals. Now, how many of them are on the terrorist watch list? People that basically have been brought up and brainwashed to hate the United States and to commit acts of terror against the people of the United States. And now that they're in the country, what are they going to do? And what are they going to follow through with? It's pretty scary. It's pretty horrendous. What kind of groups uh, and terrorist organizations do they have ties with right and now they're in the country we don't know the numbers it could be thousands of them it's a serious issue it's a serious problem we'll talk about that but more importantly i'm going to focus on i think republicans when it comes to the border they need to make the right arguments to convince democrats That the border is an issue. I'm not talking about the politicians in the Democratic side of the aisle. I'm talking about the voters. If there's enough outrage from their own voters, they'll shut down the border because they don't want to lose in the next election. And if they don't shut down the border, then at least Democratic voters are going to say, hey, I'm not tolerating this. The border is a big issue. And you're not doing anything about it. You're causing it to get worse and worse and worse. So We're going to vote Republican or not, at least not vote for Democrats in the 2024 election. Not in the presidential election, but in the House and the Senate, that's where it can play a big role. In the presidential election, it's going to come down to how much Democrats hate Donald Trump because he's being the Republican nominee. They don't like Joe, but are they going to go out and vote against President Trump because they hate him and vote for Joe Biden so as not to get Trump? We'll see about that. But I don't think the board is going to play into that. But when it comes to the House and the Senate, it can absolutely be a big factor if Republicans use the right arguments. Democrats ignored the border problem. Republicans are focused on the border problem. Uh, and Mayorkas is part of the Biden administration, and he doesn't have, or at least he ignores, it doesn't want to give the answers or acknowledge the serious issues that are going on at the southern border, which Mayorkas, and part of the Biden administration, is supposed to be taking care of that border situation And when he's in the House, in the Congress, they ask him questions. I don't know. I don't know. Well, all he says is, yeah, the border's secure. We've always had an illegal immigration problem in the country. But it's not any worse than it was. That's not true. It's way worse. Under President Trump, the numbers were going down, okay? We didn't completely get rid of the problem, okay? But we were heading in that direction, not just with the wall being built, With the policies that Trump put in place, now the numbers are going up. So obviously the Biden administration is making the situation way worse. We've never had it this bad in the country. We'll talk about all of this right here. (music) All right. So now when you turn on Fox News or listen to some conservative talk show host talking about the border, what are the talking points going to mainly be focused on? Here's how it's going to be. We have a legal process in this country, and everybody has to follow through to seek asylum in the legal manner in which we have always had that for years and years and years. In the United States of America, these people that are coming across the border are bad people because they're not following the law, and they're coming here illegally. Now, we also have them coming in numbers like we've never seen before, so it's a bigger problem than it has ever been. That's what we're going to hear on conservative talk shows, which is true, but Yeah. And then they're going to talk about how taxpayers are paying for their housing, their phones, their food. It's wrong. It's unfair. Why should we, the American taxpayers, pay for these people that are coming across the border? It's not something that we should be responsible for. uh, Our hard-earned money going to take care of them. They're bad people. They're taking our money. It's hurting our economy. And they're coming here illegally. So obviously they're criminals. Wrong issue to focus on. Okay? It may be right. And I think we have to follow the law. There's this legal system. Okay, the border should be shut down for that reason as well. And no, the American people should not have to sacrifice all this money and have our economy in a pretty bad shape now. The s- reason why we're in this inflation crisis and the, and the problems when it comes to our economy, why it's like it is, has nothing to do with the border and – The money we're shelling out for these illegal immigrants because we're spending way more money on a lot of other crappy stuff uh, than we we should be, like just Ukraine, for instance. I'm not going to get into that topic today, but I am against all the spending of the money we're doing because the corporations are paying the politicians to spend money on military equipment, and that's why it's going in that manner when you look at Ukraine. But when you talk about the border, Republicans are very focused on the numbers of people that are coming across here. They're bad. We shouldn't be supporting them. Our taxpayer dollars shouldn't go to take care of them. Here's the thing. If you're a Republican, right, and you're saying all these things, imagine if you were on the other side of the border and the border was open. You'd be coming across. I would do the same thing if I was in a dire situation in Mexico. Now, it's not life and death there every single day. Everyone's life is at stake if you live in Mexico. That's Mm. not the situation. It's pretty bad, low quality of life. A lot of crime, Now a lot of the criminals are coming to our country because the border is wide open. But it's not like it's the end of the world to live in Mexico. But still, it's way better in the United States, and the quality of life is very low. They don't have a very democratic government in the country of Mexico as well as Guatemala and Honduras. And now people are coming from Venezuela through the southern border as well. And Venezuela is in a pretty bad situation with Maduro We took over the country, and now it's under a dictatorship. If Republican lawmakers that are busy talking about how these people are bad, as well as different hosts on conservative shows, these people are bad. they got to follow the legal process like everybody's done in the past. If they were on the other side of the border, they'd do the same thing. But I want to focus on Democratic voters. We're trying to convince them to be upset about the problem at the border, no? Republicans, there's no need to convince every Republican voter is outraged. We got a legal process in this country, and we got to be loyal to the country. You want to come here? You got to come here legally, like everybody's done before. Republican voters, you don't need to convince that the border is a problem. They're going to vote Republican because they're upset about the border. Yeah, absolutely. Think President Trump did a better job, and he did a better job, but they think that the border needs to be shut down. What you want to do? You want to get Democratic voters. On the Republican side of the aisle when it comes to the issue of the southern border, because then they might vote for Republicans in 2024, or at least they won't vote for Democrats in the House and the Senate race. I don't think it's going to affect the presidential election. You want to convince Democrats, because if there's enough pressure put on Democratic politicians by their voters— They'll possibly either shut down the border, or they're going to lose badly in the election, and the Republicans are going to be able to do something and fix the border crisis. But here's the thing. Democratic voters are of the belief that we need to allow these people into our country. And all the arguments that Republicans are using about how we've got a legal process, they're like, no. Yeah, they're doing it illegally, but rightfully so. They're in dire situations in, in these other countries. We have to allow them in here. Oh, we're spending some money, our taxpayer dollars going to the housing and to supply food for them and f- smartphones and Xboxes. Okay, that's fine. That's just our responsibility. Why should we be living in a better situation financially than they are? What did they do wrong? They grew up in these other countries. We should be allowing them into the United States of America. That's their belief. And I understand them. I understand the f- the the thinking of, Yeah, we have to feel bad for these people because I feel bad for the people that are stuck in Mexico, Guatemala, and Honduras. And I'm like, maybe we should let them across the border, okay? Yeah, we have a legal system, but maybe we should make an exception to the law in in this case or in a case of somebody or anybody that wants to come from a country that's in a bad situation to the United States, right? Here's the thing question needs to be what do we as americans have to sacrifice to allow these people to come into the border into our country over the border and that's what i think republicans need to be focused on along with the illegal immigrants that are coming over the border we have 97 percent of the fentanyl and cocaine that we have in the country from that southern border it's not coming along with the illegal immigrants themselves. A lot of them that are gotaways, we've got over 4 million in the country now, these people come with bags of cocaine, but that doesn't make up for even a percentage of the cocaine that comes into the country through trucks at the southern border, and they have in these trucks hidden compartments where the drivers hide the cocaine the gangs give them at the other side of the border, and they bring it over to the border. These trucks are stopped and they're checked, but there's not that thorough of a check on each truck. And the reason is because the security people at the border are way too overwhelmed dealing with the millions of illegal immigrants that are coming over the border every single day. They can't do both. They can't focus on the trucks and do such a thorough checking on each individual vehicle that's coming into the country and take care of all these illegal immigrants that are coming here. It's not like the Biden administration is focused on getting 80,000 new border security agents to take care of this problem, which would also possibly take care of a lot of the getaways that are running away. They were focused on 80,000 new IRS agents. How about 80,000 security agents? Border security agents that could do a thorough checking on those trucks, and then we wouldn't have the fentanyl and cocaine issue. But it's a direct result of having the border open, because as it is now, with the amount of border security agents that we have, they're way too overwhelmed, and they can't do a thorough checking on the trucks. So leaving the border open is what caused this cocaine and fentanyl crisis. And as long as we have it open, we could try to get rid of the cocaine, and dump it out, and you know, crack down on gangsters in the country that have bags of cocaine. As long as it's coming in, at the rate that it's coming in, you can continue to fight the problem in our country and get rid of so much of the cocaine that's coming in. But there'll still be more coming in, right? Because it's it's coming in. So you'll sh- throw out some of it. You'll get a new batch, right? The right way to do it would be to shut down the border. Yeah, we feel bad for the people that are the on the other side. But I don't think we have to sacrifice our lives and the lives of our children, and a lot of people in this country, sadly, have seen the results of this cocaine issue where people thought they were just smoking marijuana and had a little cocaine or fentanyl in it, and it ended up dying. And we're talking about a lot of little children. It's an epidemic in the country, and it's a direct result of that border. Now, Democrats are upset about the fentanyl and cocaine crisis, but they're not tying it to the border. They're not blaming that on the border being wide open. And I think it's because obviously the left-wing media is not focused on that. But even when they watch Fox News, when they flip the channels and they hear about the border, the majority of it is, we have all these people that are coming across and they're bad people and we have a legal process they got to follow. No. If we would be focusing on the cocaine issue as well as the criminals that are coming across the border, four million criminals, then we would actually get Democratic voters to say, "Hey, I heard of someone that just died from the cocaine issue. We don't have to sacrifice the lives of the American people, and so many of them, just to allow these people in here. Four million criminals, right? How do I know four million criminals have entered this country? It's not in the, it's not in 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 the data. Here's the thing. We got four million gotaways." And I think the majority of them are criminals because if you're not a criminal, and you come over the border. Then what you would do is you would turn yourself into the border security agents. Because that way you get a smartphone, an Xbox, housing, food, laundry done for you, support, backing. Most of the people that are coming to the country from Mexico, they don't know how to speak English. And even if they do, they don't have the support. To, to be able to get a normal job and to set themselves up, at least not in the beginning, so they turn themselves into the border security agents, they get housing, they get a place to sleep in many cases, they get a four-star, five-star hotel, they get good food in many cases, in some cases not so good, but still they're getting support, they're getting a smartphone, and they get set up in the United States of America for the time being, right? The only reason why you wouldn't turn yourself into the border security agents is if you're a criminal, Because if you're a criminal and they do a little check on you, just a tiny check at the border, these security agents, then they'll find out you're a criminal and they'll lock you up in the United States of America or they'll send you back to Mexico where you'll get locked up in Mexico. So the criminals are the ones that are running away. The majority of those 4 million gotaways are criminals. Now some of them, of these 4 million, are people that had family in the United States and they decided I don't want to turn myself in and have to go through... The process, let me just go to my relative in the United States where they're set up already and I could you know, have an easier time that way. But the majority of them are not in that sitch. So they turn themselves in, they get everything unless they're a criminal, and they run away. That's why I think the majority of these four million gotaways are criminals because otherwise they would turn themselves in. Now, as I mentioned, over a dozen of them are, are on the terrorist watch list from the people that they managed to apprehend from these people that were running away. O- o- over 4 million, we didn't get. How many thousands are terrorists? We don't know what they're planning. We don't know what they're going f- to follow through with, God forbid. But that's a big issue. We got 50 states, right? 4 million gotaways? That's around eighty, ninety thousand 90,000 new criminals in every state. Divided by the cities, the big cities. That's a lot of criminals to get. We have a a crime crisis in the country. It's just going to go up higher with these criminals that are here. And if they're terrorists, it's even worse. Because usually terrorists look to kill people. Right? The crime that we're seeing in our country, obviously, it's also included where we have a lot of shootings. But the majority of it that's being spoken about is. Smash and grabs. Now, terrorists aren't focused on smash and grabs. They're focused on smash people's faces. So it's a very big problem that and then we also have another issue that nobody's talking about, because as I see it, I think the cartel members and MS-13 members are going to be taking over and governing in Mexico in a very short period of time. And it's thanks to the border being open. Here's how. You know when illegal immigrants come across the border, they use cartel members or MS-13 members to get across the border, and they pay them thousands of dollars. MS-13 is a despicable gang; they do horrible things to the people that they bring over the border, and they're very into the cocaine and fentanyl smuggling into the country. So, with having this border wide open, with the millions of people they brought across, they made hundreds of millions of dollars. And they have become a powerful gang like never before. And they're building themselves up even more and more. In the United States of America, they have, you know, different groups of people from their gangs that are hanging out in different cities. And they have headquarters that we don't know about. And they operate in that manner. And a lot of the people that come across the border are still under their jurisdiction, so-called, because they didn't pay up all the money. They have to follow through with them. And... They force them into slavery and horrendous stuff we will not get into if you don't have all the money to pay up. But the bottom line is these people from MS-13 and cartel members are making a whole ton of money because of this smuggling people into the United States. My belief is that if we're leaving the border, open, we need to shut down the border, but if it's open, why are we allowing MS-13 and the cartel members to get all this business? Why doesn't the United States provide the transportation and charge the money? From these parents and the children or the people that are coming across the border, the money that they'd be giving to cartel members and MS-13 members, because that way these children wouldn't go through what they go through when they come with MS-13 members, the despicable stuff that they have to go through, and many of them don't survive it, as well as we would also have the United States government making all this millions of millions of dollars and thousands of dollars per person and would use that money to provide the housing for these immigrants and give them food and support instead of using taxpayer dollars to house these illegal immigrants. I think that's very reasonable, as well as if we have the border shut down and we send the buses in, right? That would be a way to do it. Once we're allowing everybody to come in here, but we're saying, hey, we're sending buses to Mexico, that's fine. We're bringing everyone across the border. And we're doing it in that manner. I think we'll have an easier time vetting these illegal immigrants. It's going to be illegal, but we'll help them. We'll do the transportation for them so that way the United States ma- makes some money off it, which we would benefit from. And the cartel members don't make money off it, and they don't get as powerful as they are. But because of this open border in Mexico, they're now the official police in this country of Mexico. Can you believe that? Legally not, but they rule in many different sections of Mexico, and people are very afraid of them, and they follow their orders. They're a gang like what you've never seen before, and it's just a f- short period of time before they take over the government in Mexico. And we're focused, the United States is very focused on the war in Ukraine, we got to get Russia out of there because... Uh, Russia is a a threat to the world if he takes over Ukraine, and Ukraine is a democratic country. It's for sending all this money. How about the problem that's arising now with the cartel members that are making all this money off having this border open, and they're empowering themselves, and we're in a very short period of time going to have a neighboring country to the United States that's going to be governed by these cartel members, and that would not be good for the safety and security of our country. We could be avoiding that by shutting down the border, which would shut down a lot of the money that they're making. They made a lot of money already, so they're as powerful as they are, and it may be too late, and they may be so close to taking over the government of Mexico. And I think that what we also need to do is we need to start out a war against them and start bombing them and destroying them. And I'm not someone that's pro-war. I'm very upset about the war in Ukraine that we're sending money to. Iraq was a disaster. A lot of things that the United States government has done was because the corporations were pushing for war. But in this case, if we fight a war with the cartel members now and we take them out, it's going to be way easier than fighting a war with them when they're neighboring countries with with the United States and they govern over there and they have the entire military of Mexico underneath them. Right? That would be a bigger issue. We could avoid that problem by starting and fighting a small war at this small scale. And one of the things of doing that would be by stopping their cash flow and shutting down the border. So if I was a Democratic voter and I'd be listening to what I just said, I would say I feel bad for the people that are stuck in Mexico, Guatemala, Honduras, Venezuela, etc. But do we have to allow them in here when we're having all these criminals that are coming across? Cartel members are getting empowered and They have gang members in our country, and they're going to be taking over a neighboring country of the United States. Fentanyl and cocaine. It's been killing tons, thousands of people in this country. It's going up the numbers of deaths, and it's a result of the border being so open. Do we have to sacrifice our lives, our safety, and the safety of our children for these illegal immigrants? The answer to that is a resounding no. We can feel bad. These people aren't bad people that are coming across the border. A lot of them are. The gotaways. The majority of them aren't. But as much as we feel bad for them, we should not be sacrificing our safety and the safety of our children. That would be the right way for Republicans to go about it with these arguments instead of focusing on how bad these people are because these people are not bad people. And if you want to persuade Democrats to be on your side of the issue, focus on the side effects of leaving the border open. And let Democratic voters say hey, I feel bad for these people, but we don't have to sacrifice this much. How much do we have to sacrifice? Maybe giving them money, letting them come into the country even though it's a burden on our economic stability, but not when it comes to our safety, our lives and the lives of our children. And that's that. Thank you very much for having joined us here on the set.